Welcome to the Rock Podcast. We believe this podcast is built on the rock and will teach and equip you for the works of ministry. We believe and trust God that the teachings will give you the keys to enter into a deeper revelation of the Word. We pray that the Holy Spirit will ignite an unstoppable fire in you and that it will transform you and every place you set your feet. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Rock Podcast. My name is Rick and I have the privilege to do the second episode of this new year. And we are at the beginning of a new year, a new season. And that means that all over the world, people are excited because a new season has started. And every new beginning means that something came to an end. And every end means a new beginning. And almost everyone around the world is always excited about new beginnings. Because a new beginning, that means new hope, new energy. And we want to leave behind what was and we are excited for what is to come. And I believe that every beginning of the new year, there are a group of prophetic people and who come together and they start sharing what God wants to do and what God has stole. And we are excited as the body of Christ. But let's be honest with each other. Mostly after a couple of weeks or a couple of months, sometimes we forget what was said and we just go on with living our lives as usual. And sometimes we get disappointed because we don't see that what was promised in the prophecy. And understand me well, I am not against prophetic people and prophetic ministry. I love the prophetic and I want to encourage everyone to spend time with God alone every start of a new season. But I was thinking about the fact that, that almost every year, that we, after a couple of months, we, we forget what God has said at the beginning of the year. And if this is every year the same, then it can mean two things. Our God is not trustworthy, or we do something wrong. And we know that God is not a man that he would lie. Eh? We can read that in Numbers. So that means that we are doing something wrong. And I come back on that later. But I want to ask you a question. Have you heard God for the new year? And if you have God for if you have heard God for the new year, it's I don't have to share what God has to told me, right? Because God has only one plan or one plan. So if he told me probably the same as he told you. Maybe he told me the same with other words, but that is because I am Dutch and you are probably South African if you listen to the English episodes. Uh, but the plan is the same. Hey, God wants to fulfill his plan through his people. So it is the same mandate. It can look different for, for every person in how we do it. But remember, the mandate is the same and the same. And in, we have unity in our diversity. So again, I say the same mandate and how he reveals it to us, that can be a little bit different because uh, the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, everybody heard the gospel in his own language. And that is because God is personal. So again, I say the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you in a way that you understand it. But what he told me, he wants to tell you because he has one plan and he has one mandate for all of us. And if you don't have... 
sit with God yet, the first week of the new year. I this that this is also a reason that I don't share what God has told me because I don't want to steal the privilege for you to sit with the Father, because the Father loves to sit with you and to tell you personal what He wants to do this new year. So if you didn't sit with the Father yet, go and and go to that quiet place. I want to encourage you to do that and listen to the Father. The Father loves to spend time with you because He is a God of relation. And if you are asking yourself the question, but I don't know how to recognize the voice of God, I just want to encourage you with the following. Start reading your Bible because the Bible is the most prophetic word of the Holy Spirit. And if you start reading your Bible daily, it is the Holy Spirit who can bring in remembrance everything that God has said to you through His Word. And if you spend time in the Bible and if you spend time with God in the quiet place, how more time we spend with Him, how easier it becomes for us to recognize His voice. It's the same in the natural. When I spend a lot of time with you and I give you a phone call and you answer the phone, and you only hear my voice, you know that it's me, because we have spent time together. And that's the same with God. If you spend time with God, you start to recognize His voice. Every time you start, you, uh, you recognize His voice more easier. So spend time with the Lord, because He is waiting for you. But let's go back to the mandate. I said the mandate is the same for everyone. And God has only one plan, and that plan is not limited by seasons or holidays or the beginning of a new year. The plan of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Just like Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we can read that, that plan of God in Daniel chapter 2. We can read that from verse 31 till verse 35. That is the rock, the stone that came down without the hand of man and destroyed the big statue that Nebuchadnezzar saw in his dream and that stone became a mountain and the mountain filled the whole earth and that is the glory of God so if you ask yourself the question what is to come this new year I want you to say the following I believe God wants to say the following if you are asking yourself what is to come, it is his kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven. And he wants you to use for it because he is the head and we are the body. We are his workmanship to walk in the good works he has prepared for us. And that takes courage. It takes courage for us to spend time with God. It takes courage for us to know who your God is. It takes courage to stand firm despite what the world say. Knowing God is an important thing in, in all of this. But there is more. It starts with knowing God. But then it's, it also begins by knowing who you are and how God looks to you. If, you, if we know who we are in God, we start walking in faith. And faith is active. Faith is a, a, a verb. Eh? Believe, I believe, you believe, we believe. Believe in God. Faith is not about believing in God, but it is about believing God. And everything he has promised, he will do. 
And as I said, God wants to use you for it. And that is where faith starts. Faith is active. Faith comes from the Greek word pistis, and that means an active force that moves forward to grab his goal. So if we want to see the fulfillment of God's promises, we have to walk in faith. Faith is the key to call heaven on earth. If we walk in faith, we are the access point where heaven invades earth. Where? On the place where God has placed you. In your family, in your relationships, and at your workplace. When? Now. Because God has placed you in the right place, in the right time. I think far too long, we as a church have lived isolated from the world. We are not from this world, but we are still in this world. We don't have to be afraid to become unclean again. When Jesus healed the leper, the clean didn't become unclean, but the unclean became clean. And the world is waiting for a church who walks in its destiny. We can read in Romans that all creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. And this all starts with faith. And this goes beyond believing in God. This is believing God and believing that everything he has promised he will do. Do you hear the difference? Believing in God or believing God. We can read in James that even the demons believe, but they shudder. We can also read in James that faith without works is useless. So again, I say it's time to start believing God and walk in faith. It is time for us to have an active attitude. Believing is a verb, and a verb is always active. If we walk in faith, the supernatural becomes natural for us, but also the natural becomes supernatural. A kind word, love, patience, kindness, etc. This may look, look natural. But it is the fruit of the Spirit. These are God's characteristics. So expect great things everywhere you go. Because every opportunity in life is an opportunity to demonstrate the kingdom of God. His, and He always wants to use normal people like you and me. He wants to use you and me as a vessel for His kingdom to come. And if I think about Hebrews 11, and I think we all know it, all the heroes of faith, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Joseph, Gideon, Samson, David, the whole list of heroes. Do you know what we have in common with these heroes? They are just common people like us. People with doubts, people with feelings, people with a sinful nature who needed the grace of God. And all these heroes were different from each other, like we are different from each other. But what we all have in common is that we are set apart by God to live a life of faith, to have impact and to live out the kingdom of God. And what I want to do in this episode this morning, I want to look to Gideon this morning, a hero of faith and a man who had a huge impact. But as I said, he was just a common man like you and me. But he was called by God to walk in the good works. He has prepared in advance. So, Let's read the story in Judges 6 and Judges 7. I start with reading Judges 6, verse 6, still verse 10. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cry out to the Lord for help. When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I brought you up out of Egypt. Out of the land of slavery, I rescued you from the hands of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hand of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you, 
and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But you have not listened to me. What we can read here is that Israel is in need, but because of their own transgressions. But at the moment they cry out to God, God intervenes. And this is who God is. He is a God of love and grace. This is the first lesson we must learn. If we act, we act out of God's love. We can also see that God doesn't hold back because of the circumstances. The circumstances from Israel were far from good. But in a time of need, the power of God becomes visible. So is the church. We can't hold back because of the circumstances. We must see it as an opportunity to demonstrate God's love and power. When sickness, pain and grief comes on your path, we must not hold back, but use it as an opportunity to demonstrate the kingdom of God. Sickness is an opportunity to pray for healing. And I know that we don't always see what we believe we should see. But what we know is that God is also a comforter and that is also a testimony. The world, look, the world looks to their circumstances, but we always look to God. We don't deny our circumstances. That would be foolish. But we live by faith. We look at difficulties with God's perspective. That is a life of faith. God also makes a statement in these verses. He said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. With other words, I am the God of your freedom. We can read in scripture that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And today he is still the God of our freedom. And the God who wants freedom for all mankind. Everything God did in the past is prophetic for what he wants to do again. Believing God despite the circumstances is believing that God is who he says he is. And that he will always do what he said he is going to do. And this is not always easy. This takes courage. But this is our mandate. To walk by faith and not by sight. This is the reason why God speaks. Faith comes by hearing. The written word and the spoken word. And, and again I say this is why it is so important. To read your Bible and to spend time in his presence. This will determine your rate of faith. And the impact you will have in your surroundings. But let's go back to Judges. Because we can read that the first thing God said, uh, we can read it in verse 12. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. God immediately came to his point. This is how God sees you. This is God's perspective. And looking at yourself as God looks at you, that it has everything to do with faith. Because this is seeing what God sees. But let's read further. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? 
Pardon me, my lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Do you see what happens here? God speaks. Gideon invalidates and even blamed God of the circumstances. Where were all the wonders that our ancestors told us about? Then God speaks again and Gideon invalidates again. My clan is the weakest and I am the least of my family. And this is what we often do. We limit ourselves by the lies of the enemy. We often look to our circumstances and blame God for it. But we are in Christ Jesus, and He is the one who determine who and what we are. Not where we come from, but God determines who we are and what we are. But God is patience, and He speaks again. You will strike down all the Midianites and leave not one alive. In another translation, we can read, you will strike down Midian as it is one man. And then Gideon starts to move. We can read further in Judges 6 that he demolished the Asherah pole. Faith causes action. Because of faith, we see what God sees. And we are mighty warriors in the kingdom of God. I want to read further with you in verse 33 and verse 34. Now all the Midianites, Amalekites and other eastern people joined forces and crossed over the Jordan and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abyssalites to follow him. After Gideon starts to walk in faith, the opposition becomes bigger, because not only the Midianites, but now also the Amalekites and all the other people from the east are joining against Gideon. If you start walking in faith, you can be sure of one thing, that opposition is coming your way. But remember that without opposition, there is no victory. See it as an encouragement to keep on going. If you walk in faith, the devil won't like it. He hates you, but known in hell, but be known in hell. If you remember the story of the sons of Sceva, Jesus was known. And we have heard about Paul, but who are you? Remember that if you are known in hell... It is because of your walk of faith. Don't hold back because of opposition. It is the reason to keep on going. In verse 32 we can read that the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. But this was after he had demolished the Asherah pole and already has started his walk of faith. We must believe, for me there is a lesson in it, that we must believe that the Spirit of God is already in us and that He gives us everything we need to walk a life of faith. Too often we wait for a sign, too often we wait for a special feeling or an angel beside of our bed, but it is a walk of faith and it is not a walk of feelings or a walk of seeing, it's a walk of faith. We must trust God in that if in, in the following, that if we start walking according His will, He will anoint us to do the things He asked us to do. Like Gideon, who start walking in faith. 
And if you ask yourself the question, what is the will of God? I can only say again, start reading your Bible because it's the most prophetic work of the Holy Spirit. If God don't speak to you to do something else, always walk according to his written word. And if God speaks the rhema word, it will never go against the written word. So pray for the sick, cast out demons, proclaim the gospel. He already told us to do so. So why wait? Make Make a difference. Start making a difference. We can also read in Judges that Gideon had an army of 32,000 men. And I can imagine that Gideon had thought, Wow, God is with me and I will win this battle. But then God changed his army from 32,000 men to 10,000 men. That will be the moment when I would have started to fear. But then God changed his army to 300 men and also men who drunk like a dog. Okay, now I'm becoming afraid. <laughs> men who drink like a dog. But listen, this is very significant. Because in ancient time, warriors who drunk like dogs had their hand by their weapons. And this is how we should live. We live our life and do all the things we have to do in life. But we are always ready to fight the enemy with the weapons God gave us. We are always prepared because this has to do with a life of faith. But why such a small army? Because only then God will get all the honor. Because we are proud people by nature. But it is not about us. It's about, about God alone. It's, and everything we do is about Jesus. And everything we do, we give honor to him. Faith makes the impossible possible in and through you. Nothing is impossible for our God. Jesus is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. And in Jesus, we are sons and daughters. And we are heirs of the Most High God. When Jesus was baptized, the heavens were opened and the Father said, This is my Son, whom I love and in which I am well pleased. In Jesus, the heavens above you are open and God is well pleased in you. Faith is the key to demonstrate the kingdom of God. And it starts with the fact that you start believing that you are who God says you are. A mighty warrior in the kingdom of God. This is how we fulfill our mandate in him so let's stop believing the lies of the enemy stop against walk walking to that invisible wall of lies of not good enough but let's break through let's walk off as warriors in courage and in faith because in jesus we are more than conquerors. So Jesus, I pray, baptize us in your Holy Spirit and with fire to do everything what we have to do, to proclaim the gospel, to heal the sick, to cast out demons and to lead people to you, Jesus, because it's your will that everybody comes to the knowledge that you are their savior and that on the cross you said it is finished. Jesus, you want nobody to be perished. And I pray, Jesus, that you give us the power and the courage to share the testimony of you to everyone in our surroundings so that every place where we will set our feet will change and will be filled with the glory of God. I pray that in your mighty name. Amen.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please send an email to info at therock-podcast.com. Bedankt dat je vandaag naar de podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je vragen hebt of in contact wil komen, stuur gerust een e-mail naar info at therock-podcast.com. Dank je dat je naar vandaagse podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je enige vraag of met ons wil contact maakt, stuur gerust een e-post naar info at therock-podcast.com. Vielen Dank dat Sie zich in podcast heute aangehoord hebben. Als Sie vragen hebben over de contact opnemen mogen, zenden Sie bitte een e-mail aan info at podcastcom